0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Spilling the Tea on GovCon. I'm Teresa Moon, Director of Business Development for Parabolus. We provide a better financial partnership for government contractors that includes a line of credit to fund your growth. The purpose of this podcast is to assist small businesses with success in the federal marketplace by introducing them to industry experts and resources that they may not otherwise know about. Today's guest is a personal inspiration to me, And I've been fortunate enough to connect with her and learn about her newest endeavor that you're going to learn about as well. Welcome, Emily Harmon.
1: Thank you, Teresa. I'm excited to be here on your show.
0: I am as well. I've been following you for a long time on LinkedIn and I watch your podcasts and and everything that you put out. And so I'm extremely excited for our network to get some insight from you today. Um, You have worn many, many hats in your career, which I think is wonderful. And I'd like you to share with our listeners a little bit more about your journey, and specifically how your role now as positive intelligence coach is so important and impactful to the government contracting community. Yeah, okay. Well,
1: awesome. So I I just retired in uh, May of 2019 after serving uh, the Department of the Navy for 34 years, and the, during that time, I was an officer on active duty for seven years, and then a supply corps officer stationed on a ship you know, on the business side of the Navy. And then I uh, got out of active duty and became a reservist and did mostly uh, government contracting as a reservist. And when I got out of the Navy active duty, I became a civilian for the Navy and I became a contract specialist and moved up through the ranks as a contracting officer. I've worked at the Naval Supply Systems Command and uh, mostly at the Naval Air Systems Command where we bought all the airplanes uh, for the Navy and the Marine Corps and the weapons systems. And so I was a contracting officer doing that. And then I moved into the small business career field at NAVAIR and ultimately retired as the director of the Office of Small Business Programs for the Navy and the Marine Corps. And I saw the challenges that small businesses had in marketing to the Navy and Marine Corps and to the federal government and to finding business opportunities. So I saw that from a government contracting officer and small business professional uh, side of the house. And then now I see it as I own my own business, a coaching and consulting business, I I see the challenges from the other side. And so it's really interesting and that a lot of the challenges I see I think, come up in our minds, you know, what we think about circumstances or situations that we're facing. And I stumbled upon the book uh, Positive Intelligence, why only 20 percent of teams and individuals achieve their true potential and how you can achieve yours by Shahzad Shamin, And I went through his coaching program and became a certified positive intelligence coach. And um, and then just in June started working for for Positive Intelligence, supporting them um, as the director of U.S. government accounts, and that covers state, local, federal government, as well as um, you know even government contractors that might want to uh, learn more about this program and how they can help their teams achieve even more success in the in the government contracting arena.
0: I I agree. And that's kind of how we connected. I think there's such an important aspect in leadership is the encouragement that positivity creates in a workplace. And I think that even the best of leaders need that coaching as well. And so I was really drawn to, especially your message of, um, you know, leading and living a life you love. I think a lot of what you promote is really understanding the way you tick. And the way you respond to the world around you and i'm i'm so drawn to that i'm hoping that my team will will be coming on board soon to to start practicing this with you um i i've purchased the book too and mm-hmm. and did the online uh, stuff as well and so i'm i'm getting involved in it so i'm excited for you to talk to us a little bit more about it so why don't you explain to the listeners what what is positive intelligence
1: well you know positive intelligence is all about uh, it, it's a program that's all about you know our minds and the neural pathways in our mind and it's based on science and if you go to their positiveintelligence.com website you can see a tab for for the science but basically most of us work really hard our teams work really hard and we experience a lot of conflict friction stress and overwhelm and Shirzad Shamin, in his research has narrowed it down, he's done some factor analysis and narrowed it down to three muscles that we can strengthen in order to, um, you know, think with a more positive mindset. Okay. And not let the negative thoughts in our mind sabotage us. Mm-hmm. And so imagine, you know, look at all the colors in the world, but they really form, there's three colors that form all the other colors. Well, when we look at there's classes on emotional intelligence on Franklin Covey classes, you, learn, you can go to a class and learn all these things. But then when we come back from the classes, it's like, but it's not sticking, why is it not sticking? And so what Shazad got to is with his research is the three muscles that we need to build in order to stop sabotaging ourselves so we can really achieve our new year's resolutions. We can really achieve the goals that we lay out for ourselves and not fall back into our normal routines. And those three muscles are the saboteur-interceptor muscle, which is noticing when you're stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, any negative emotion, that means, and I'll explain what the saboteurs are in a minute, but that means you're being hijacked by your mind, by the saboteurs in your mind, because you're feeling that stress. You're you're reacting to all those negative thoughts and you're believing them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the, so that's the saboteur interceptor muscle, just noticing our thoughts. We have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. And a lot of times we don't even notice what they are because they're just like normal to us. And we just, mm-hmm. think, well, that's just the way I am, but you can change. And so then the self-command muscle is the muscle that we strengthen doing what he calls PQ reps, um, short little exercises to help us strengthen that muscle to um, command our mind to not be believing those thoughts to think, well, what else could be true? And that's the sage muscle, which is, you know, how do we look at situations from a clear headed mind with compassion for ourselves and compassion for others with empathy, and take calm, cool, clear-headed action because when we're under stress, all of the ideas that are possible and the way different ways of looking at the situation don't come to us right mm-hmm. away because we're just so focused on the stress. Mm-hmm. And so that's what um, you know, positive intelligence is. It's all about strengthening our mental fitness. We all know what physical fitness is, but how do we really strengthen our minds so that um, we can? improve our relationships, improve our performance at work and at home, and just live a life that we love living. It's the foundation for creating a life that you love living.
0: And it, it's so important for, you know, your mental health to be stable in order for you to, to actually achieve those things that you're talking about. And I think that that helps with success, like you said, in, in all levels of our lives, business, prof- you know, professionally, personally, uh, with, re- with regard to relationships. Um, I think maybe if you could appropriate a little bit about how you know, small business owners, especially government contracting is a different beast. You know of it from the outside and the inside of what it looks like and it is stressful. So right. how can strengthening your mental fitness help a government contractor, a leader in a government contracting company?
1: Well, let's start with uh, explaining a little bit about the, the judges. We all have a judge in our mind. Uh, the judge judges ourselves. I'm sure everyone's familiar with their inner critic. But our judge also judges other people, circumstances, situations. And so, and we tend to believe what our judge is telling us. And then there's nine other saboteurs, and perhaps you can put in the show notes the link. To take in that saboteur assessment, where you um, you might recognize some of these: the, the controller, the stickler, the avoider, the pleaser, the hyperachiever, the hyperrational. You know, th- they all tell us there's nine of them. These are this is the factor analysis. And they all tell us lies. So and 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 Shazad also has a sales module, which I think is really helpful. So let's just say that you're in you're selling to the government, you're in marketing, or you're in sales, and you know um, you you make a call to the government a uh, contracting officer and they don't return your call your judge says well they don't they're not interested in the product uh they don't care you know all these things how do you know that's true we don't do we stop and just say let me take a deep breath when we do a pq rep um and let me think well, what else could be true maybe my email went into their junk mail maybe this happened maybe that happened and so think of all the the stressors that happen in government contracting um the insourcing, um, you know, um, somebody cancels the requirement, the, you know, you submit your RF, your response to the RFP late, um, the government changes their requirements, you know, the government doesn't do a set-aside when you think it should be a set-aside. I mean, all these things, we can we can think that they're bad, but if we can change our outlook on those and not let them cause us stress and take action from a calm, clear headed place, then we're better likely to create the results that we're looking to create. Because one of the things Shrizad talks about is how these saboteurs are contagious. Yeah. So let's say I've come to this meeting, and I'm all stressed from my last meeting, and I'm frustrated. How would you feel if you know, I'm like that you, you would pick up on that energy, right? So right. if you're trying to sell something to the government, or you're trying to do business with the government, and you're all stressed and anxious, Your client's going to pick up on it. People on the teams that you work on are going to pick up on it. And it just kind of sabotages the whole um, gist of what you're trying to do, which is move forward and win government contracts.
0: I think, you know, the stories that we tell ourselves like is what I'm hearing you're saying. And I know I fall victim to it all the time. I think predominantly people will automatically gravitate and say, Oh, that's, that's a female thing. That's a, you know, females do that. And I beg to differ (laughs) I I work, we're in government contracting, right? So I work predominantly with men Men. and men do the same thing. They just don't talk about it as openly as we do. I think that's the beauty of conversations like this is opening it up. I know that you've got some, you know, real life examples that can, can relate to that as, you know, government contractor going after government contracts. And how do these saboteurs in, for instance, I mean, I have it pulled up on my computer all the time, what my, leading ones are so that I can, when, it, when I'm telling the stories in my head to myself and I yeah. know that I'm doing it and I don't, I don't have the tools yet to stop it. I I just am, am more cognizant of it now because right. I, of, of having followed some of the things that you've suggested. Um, it's amazing the, the way that our background influences so much of how we relate. So yes. I'm sure you've got real life examples of your own or people that you've worked with of, you know they're they're in this environment, government contracting. You know you've mentioned some about how you know they didn't return my email. What does this mean? We create all of these stories. Um, anything else that you think people could probably relate to that because it's so genuine in what you're saying, I love it. Yeah. Well, um, I'm curious. Do 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 you, you want to share what your saboteurs are? Sure. I mean, I am an open book. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's funny after listening to you on. Um, on Mark AmTower, you and I come from similar backgrounds with sports being a relatable, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, topic in our families. And I'm the youngest of three girls, and we were all great athletes. But I wanted to be the best athlete because that's that was the highlight of conversation around the dinner table when we were growing up. As you know, who had the best results, right? So right. my number one is being a pleaser. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't surprise me because I tell people that too. I have always overextended myself trying to do more to get people to like me than I should. And I know it, but it doesn't stop me from leaning into it.
1: Yeah, it's because we have created neural pathways in our mind. The saboteurs live on the left side of our brain. And when something happens that triggers our judge to say, oh, we need the pleaser. And and, um, this is where you should please. That's a, a habit. And so how do you create a new habit is you first recognize it which is what you're talking about that you've been able to recognize it and then you do what he calls pq reps throughout the day to strengthen that self-command muscle to um switch to the right side of your brain create a new neural pathway there so you're ultimately you you will react differently and you will not believe what your pleaser is telling you about how you have to react to a situation but Mm -hmm. um I would say that another way that this can get in the way of um, government contractors are let's say you have either the hyperachiever saboteur, which um, some of the lies are if you achieve this, once you win this government contract, you're going to be happy. Once you win this, everything's going to be great. Once you win this, and then you win it, and it's like, well, you got to get something else. And so when you're focused on hyperachieving, or when you're focused on all of the data, like you're hyper rational like data is all that matters. We have two channels in our brain, the data channel, and that's where um, we're focused on data and numbers and all that matters. But then the 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 PQ channel is what he calls, which is the empathy circuitry of our brain. And so relationships matter too. So if we're so focused on achieving and winning and moving forward and, and um, all the numbers and the data, and we're not really, focused on how people are feeling that work for us or our feelings or how we're coming across or how people feel when they leave a meeting with us um that can you know the hyper rational saboteur will tell you that doesn't matter feelings get in the way and that same thing with the hyper achiever feelings get in the way you just got to get things done and um I know because I've been in that place where I have, I I know sabotage relationships because I was so focused on accomplishing and moving forward. And I think in this work environment where we're trying to retain employees, right? And create a healthy work-life balance and and, um, increase employee engagement, we really, it will behoove us to understand these lies that our saboteurs are telling us and to recognize there's another way that you can achieve success at work and at home at the same time and with your wellness and your relationships. It doesn't have to be one or the other. That's what I like about positive intelligence. It's possible. Um,
0: And with so many different variables, because every person comes from a different place. They come from different backgrounds, different Um, indicators of why they are the way that they are, and a lot of which we can share. I know our company tries to focus on, um, you know, communicating well and being transparent, but a lot of that is hard because everyone needs to be treated differently. We can't, across the board, we're not, we don't all function the same. We don't all tick the same. And so it is, I think, in a team building environment like you're talking about, it can help learn how the people around you tick too yeah. so that you respond to them well. too. Yeah.
1: And one of the things I like is, uh, you know, cause I, I go to meetings with positive intelligence. We start off our meeting with a PQ rep, which is a, a short exercise that helps you focus your mind um, on the present moment. And, you know, you've probably experienced this. You rush from one meeting to another and you're just not present. You're thinking about like the next meeting or what you have to get done and, we start off our meetings with a kind of a centering PQ rep, which really helps um, us focus and be in the present moment. And then during the meeting, if taught, if the conversation gets ta- tough, tough um, like recently Shizad, who wrote the book, started the program, he got hijacked by one of his saboteurs in a meeting and he was feeling stress, anxiety, whatever he was feeling. I wasn't at the meeting, but he had shared this. He was like, you know and so other people pick up on it right he's the ceo someone's going to shut down you know but somebody said let's do pq rep and so he was fine with that because it's not like shazad you're being hijacked by your saboteur it's just like let's i so anybody in a meeting at positive intelligence can say i feel the need let's just do a pq rep let's center and it really helps with the momentum of the meeting, to not get sidetracked by those saboteurs and to be focused on where we want the team to go.
0: And how supportive too, right? That people can recognize that even your leadership yes. has these moments that break them down as well. I, I mean, you, you talk about it, that even going through the program yourself, you're just more cognizant of it now than you were before, but you right. still suffer with stress and anxiety. It's just, you know how to deal with it with, you have tools.
1: Right. I have tools. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tools in the toolbox. And, uh, you know, if you're if you're traveling a lot, I just recently was spent uh, 11 hours in the Charlottesville airport. And wow. it was very challenging mentally because I wanted to get to Denver to visit my daughter. We were going to a James uh, Steve Miller Band concert. And so yes. if I didn't get out that day, I was going to miss the concert because there's no flights the next day. Mm hmm. And you could hear all the phones going off, ding, 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 like delay, delay, delay. And everyone's like, oh, oh, oh. And everyone's stressed and anxious and yelling at the, you know, the, the, the person at the gate. And it's, you know, how do you remain? So a lot of our stress comes when we fight what is. This is what is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How do you, you know, I do, did some PQ reps. I centered. I was able to think more logically and clearly. And I thought about, well, what else can I do? And when you're really stressed, sometimes you can't think of anything else. Well, I may as well just go home. No, what I did is I saw that another airline had a flight leaving at 530. And um, my flight was supposed to leave at nine in the morning. And um, so I bought a ticket on that other airline. Because I thought to myself, what's important now? Yeah, it wasn't really money per se. It was getting to be with my daughter. And I could think clearly and I, and I actually got there, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, and that,
0: that, that's amazing. Cause that's one of the aspects that, that, you know, you and I had chatted about where we wanted to go with this conversation is recognizing that challenge is an actual opportunity or a gift you referred to it as, yeah, you know, to, to use your tools to get to the other side of it and have the rea- the reality be what you actually want.
1: Yep. And here's the challenge to how do I stay calm through all of that and not feel a lot of stress and anxiety when everyone else around me is that can be contagious. Right. Mm -hmm. So how many times are we faced with situations like that? We need to really look at ourselves. What can we do? Because we um, can change on the inside. And I used to think, you know, I'm my mom's always been busy getting stuff done, moving, 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 achieve, achieve, achieve. And so I used to think that's just the way I am. I can't change. But you can Mm-hmm. And there is a way to live in ease and flow and to not feel all that stress and anxiety that we have come to, in some ways, just think is normal. This is just the way life is, right? but yeah. we can change.
0: And and that is the beauty in it. And that's why I'm excited to be able to push forward and, and to bring this to our company, because I think we all in certain circumstances have grown up with that. I am the way I am. This is just right. who I am. You know, and right. people, people have their, you know, assumptions of, of who you are based off of, you know, what you give them and, and but you are able to change those things for the better. Not that, you know, you're not going to be the same person anymore. You're just not going to be causing yourself so much grief. And I, right. I love that. I mean, especially your example of, you know, what was more important getting to see your daughter or spending a little bit of extra money on a, on a plane ticket. We, right. we can all relate to, to that being a, a, a great scenario that we may not have chosen if we were in your shoes. Right.
1: And and an eye-opening thing for me was when I was retiring in May of 2019, I was really busy and my job was keeping me busy and I was traveling a lot and I was under a lot of stress. And I thought when I retire, I call my retirement a graduation. My life, when I graduate, my life is going to be awesome. I'm going to have time to work out and do all these things. And I was busier than ever. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I had to cause I was starting a podcast and starting my own coaching business. And I was, you know, working at the desk and I thought, well, wait a second. I don't have anyone, a boss or a job that I can point to. I can only point to myself. I am causing this. And if I had realized that when I, when I was still working for the Navy, I would have, you know, approached my job a little differently too, but it took that. And it's, sometimes for everybody, there's like this eye opening moment. It took that to realize, wait, I am causing this or my, and then I learned my saboteurs are causing this because I'm believing the lies that i got to get this and this and this done before I can take a break. And I can't go hiking because I got to get this done. And I didn't know that I could change, but you can, it takes practice. Just like, just like physical fitness, right? You know, you can read a book about lifting weights. You're not going to get stronger. You got to
0: actually do the work.
1: Right intelligence
0: that's right well that's awesome um and speaking of your podcast i i watch it frequently um you were telling me earlier that it's coming to a close can you tell us a little bit about the podcast and where we can find it because i know you've got an archive that we can check out yeah yeah definitely when's your last
1: episode my last episode is gonna be November 2nd. I go live on Wednesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, you can follow me on LinkedIn and, and watch the live, or you can, I also publish it as a regular um, podcast as well a few weeks later. But um, I've been doing it for three and a half years now, and I've, I've, it's called The Onward Podcast. And it started off being about facing adversity and moving forward. And then it was facing adversity, moving forward, and discovering ourselves along the way. And then I changed it to create a life you love living. Now, don't wait. What can you do today to love your life even more? Don't wait for circumstances to change like I did for my retirement or my graduation. Do it now. And um, But I'm starting to... Not feel as excited about doing it, so I still love doing the interviews, but I but I want to just create more time and space for myself. Uh, maybe I'll write a book. I'm not sure what I'll what I'll do next. I also just love coaching, so it's creating more time for that. And so, um, all good things must come to an end, and I think it's better to uh, end it when I'm still loving it rather than wait until I'm just tired of it.
0: Absolutely, and and the fact that you love it comes across in it. So I encourage people to. Um, check it out every Wednesday until the November 2nd, of course, but also to check out the archives, because I think that some of the stories that uh, your guests share are, are super impactful and, and the way that you've pivoted and, and increased um, the, the level of depth that you do in that, in that podcast is amazing. Um, you know, I love being able to offer information and opportunities for small businesses, but yours is uh, an emotional connection that, that I admire. So um, we will be missed, but we'll, we'll keep our eyes out for that book. We'll, we'll definitely promote whatever you've got coming out. I'm a big fan. So all right we'll, Thank we'll you. definitely I- have you back
1: you can get to all the old episodes um, just on Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcasts or on my website, emilyharmon.com.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for your time. Um, We, we appreciate you sharing your, your talent with us. And I, uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to, to getting down to it with you and with my team. And um, we can always have you come back on after that so we can share our results. So I can, yeah, be yeah. a testimony to, to how it works but um, I you know I definitely appreciate you being here and I hope you will come back again.
1: I will Thank you Teresa for having me.
0: Thank you and I am sure everyone will agree that this is an impactful subject. I encourage you to reach out to Emily to get some more insight into the positive intelligence program. I thank you all for tuning in to another episode of spilling the tea on GovCon. Don't miss our next episodes that are coming up in the coming weeks. And as always, you can see our entire archive on our YouTube channel under the same name. So thank you for being here. I'm Teresa Moon, and we will see you all very, very soon. Thank you.